Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And guys, it's another Sunday night, another fun Sunday night with, uh, with me and Miss Jennifer Valentine. Hello. Jen. So happy to be here for this show. This is going to be a good one. Oh, this is going to be so good. Like, <laughs> if you are listening at home, you need to take a seat. Make sure your kids are in bed. I don't care if it's early. Just send them to sleep um, because you're not going to want to miss this. And, uh, and if you're in the car, you're just going to have to stay in your car for the next hour. Because you don't even want to get out of your car to miss any of this. Nope. But first, hold on. Before we get into it, Jen, I saw something on your Instagram. Oh, Who I know you what you saw. hanging out with? Sting. Sting. Did you see that no, but photo? Was that, was that an impersonator or was that really him? No, it was really Sting. So he's uh, he was in town. Uh, he was shaggy to perform at the Phoenix. That's crazy. That was crazy. And the Phoenix of all places where it's like two people. Right. <laughs> uh, some lucky people got to see that concert. But uh, a group of media people uh, saw Sting perform in a very intimate setting uh, at the Princess of Wales Theater. Where Were you he, there? I was there. What? Yeah. yeah. No photos allowed. <sighs> But yeah, I, well, uh, <laughs> I saw something on your Instagram and that looked like a photo to me. When I was leaving the theater, he was getting in the vehicle and somebody a- else asked him for one. So I was just standing there. So <laughs> You're I said, following suit. You're like, well. Yeah. So I got to get a photo. But he's, he was in town to promote The Last Ship, which is going to be in Toronto, February 9th. It's a Mervish production at the Princess of Wales Theater. He has written all the songs. Really? He performs in the last ship because it's 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 very personal for him because he it's he used to work in the shipyards as a as a kid so um this is a very personal story for him and it's a love story as well so he'll be uh here in toronto to play jackie white the foreman of the shipyard and uh he performed some of the songs for us the preview was incredible sting's voice is incredible just take a listen i watch them drawn into the night beneath the orchestra I've been given the chance to play that part again in Toronto. I felt confident. I also felt honored and um, really excited about about doing it. I, I think the Toronto audience will get it. I think you're closer to English sensibility than your neighbors to the south, perhaps. I hope. Anyway, I think you'll love it. Okay, Jen, honestly, I'm jealous. That was insane. I know. I can't wait to hear him again in February. I'm coming with you. All right, together. February what? February 9th, it starts. So it was pretty exciting. And I got to tell him, you know, that my very first concert when I was 16 years old was the Police Picnic at Exhibition Stadium. I know this story. And you couldn't see. I was right at the front of the stage, but I had to go to the washroom because you're there all day. So many bands perform. So when I went to go to the washroom, I lost my spot. So I was at the very back of the stadium. And then somebody put me on his shoulders for the whole concert, the the boy that I was with, the date that I was with. And I... I watched the whole concert from his, like, of course I was heavy, but I kept saying, am I heavy? Am I too heavy for you? <laughs> he's like, no, no, I'm good. And he was tall. Oh, he's so, smart then. <laughs> yeah. So I watched the whole concert, sang every song at the top of my lungs, and I will never forget it. So I got to tell and him that story. Tell him that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. And it's that awesome. is one cool picture, guys. Um, you need to jump on Jen's Instagram if you haven't seen it and go and check it out. Yeah. 
It's I'm going to frame it. I'm going to print it and frame it. You totally Put should. it in the bedroom. My husband's not going to like that at all. Bring it to him and get an autograph when he's back in February. Right. Yes. And then put it on your nightstand. Yeah. Once it's autographed. Yeah. So, Jen, we've got a fun show. We do. Because some stuff is happening this month. It's October. Mm-hmm. We're a few weeks away of something huge. Huge. I'm excited. Are you? You know what? I think it's about time that it's legalized. Do you not think that? I think so, too. Yeah. I think it should have been legalized a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me. And some of you at home may disagree and may hate me and may unfollow me for saying this. But to each their own. That's cool. Um, if but you I, want to partake, you can do so. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't, you don't that's have cool. to. And, uh, and so I thought, you know what? To educate us, um, to educate some of the people at home listening, because... Um, I think there's a lot to learn about it and there's a lot of stories people are hearing and some stuff that's not true and a lot of uh, negativity that surrounds it, but a lot of positive stuff that surrounds it too. Um, So I brought in two awesome people and we've got Lori Lynn uh, McCorister. She is the co-founder and CMO of Weedbox. And uh, so that's a wellness and sustainability focused cannabis brand for millennials. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello and welcome, Lori. Hi, Lynn. thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. That's great. And uh, and next to her, we've got Jen Newt, and she's the host of High Tea Dot Life. Um, they're a cannabis entertainment company. They do events, um, and she also hosts a wonderful podcast. Hey, Jen. Hey, mamas. How? Okay, thank you so much, ladies, for coming in. Thanks for having of us. I honestly. think that this is going to be a great show. We great need. Talk. I'm going to learn. I'm, I'm ready to learn. Me ready too. To learn. <laughs> yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. these ladies are going to help with that. So, um. I guess just don't go anywhere. Stick around uh, because we're going to have one jam-packed show. This hour, we're going to learn about cannabis. We are going to um, hear what the ladies have to say. And who knows? Maybe if you were against it, you might be for it by the end of the hour. I don't know. We'll see. So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, joined by my wonderful co-host, Jennifer Valentine. Hey, what's up? I'm from Key 107. <laughs> Does that even suit me? I don't even know. You should do it. I hey. like it. Thanks. I like it. So, Jen. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready we're, to we're learn. Ju- we're just going to dive right into yeah, this. Yeah, let's do it. I want to hear from you ladies, though. Um, let's start with you, uh, Lori Lynn. So, Weedbox. Can you fill us in a little bit about Weedbox? Weedbox, right. So we are a cannabis brand. We are focused on millennial, the millennial market. Um, And basically our focus comes from a wellness and sustainability standpoint. So a lot of our content, a lot of our products, um, the way we talk about cannabis, the way we educate about cannabis has a wellness focus, um, which can mean a lot of things. I also think that cannabis exists in a lot of millennials' lives as a form of self-care. I think there's a really big thing to be said for people using it at the intersection of recreational and medicinal. I don't think it's purely recreational. I don't think it's purely medicinal. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a big push behind why we started the brand and the the way we go about the way we talk about cannabis. So we do offer products um, that exist in that you would want in your life if you do smoke cannabis. So obviously we have cannabis accessories. uh, We have skincare products, homeware products. um, We're starting to carry sustainable hemp and organic cotton clothing, um, bedding, everything like that. So we will be opening physical retail shortly. um, But right now it's all online at weedbox.io. Wow. Yeah. When I heard Weedbox, I pictured, you know how those 
fun fab fit yeah, boxes the, the come to your boxes? door the monthly box <laughs> I, 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 I pictured a weed box coming to your door every month and a lot you of people inside, think that yeah. oh, look at this what am i trying this <laughs> yeah you guys should do that yeah There's, i know it's Those a great idea subscription boxes <laughs> don't right? give me credit yeah. just do it yeah <laughs> there are a lot that exist like obviously a lot of people use the name weed box right now we do have a trademark on it but it's like if you look anywhere online and you find weed box other than us that's what it is um but we're also just like it's kind of how weed fits into the box of your life to be a little oh, bit metaphorical nice. but yeah oh wow don't yeah. put me in a box yeah. <laughs> in. <laughs> and so jen you've got high life. yes so tell us you've got the podcast you do some events yeah, so High Tea is a high-vibe cannabis entertainment company for women who also smoke weed, though a lot of dudes tune in and listen to What's Up. I bet they do. Yeah, oh, they do. Um, it's really a thoughtful and blunt exploration of pot and its magic and the role that it has in the lives and processes of cool and creative people all over the world um, and this evolving cannabis culture that we're seeing happen before our very eyes. Uh, so we've talked to some of the coolest names that you would expect and not expect, like uh, former NHLers, but cannabis crusaders. We've talked to nuns who grow weed. What? We, oh, okay. yes. Back it up Out here. of California, nuns who grow weed according to the moon cycle. They're called Sisters of the Valley. We've talked <laughs> to so cannabis sex and sensuality coaches. <laughs> They're of amazing. The valley. Yeah. They're truly amazing. They live like a matriarchal culture uh, where they, you know, they plant according to the new moon and there's no men and they eat vegan. And then when the full moon arises, it's Who needs it's men crazy. when you have cannabis? Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway, no, super interesting. Well, but you do because you talk about cannabis and sex, correct? Well, well you know, it was a huge aha for me when I, when I learned that the cannabis plant that's healing the world and that is waking everyone up is female. And when the industry talks about how to grow and cultivate the crop, they actually term it elevating the female. And they change the conditions of the growing environment in order for the female to survive and thrive. What? And I think that there's an insight there in terms of how connected we are, I mean, all humans are, but women specifically, how connected we are to this magical healing plant. And, you know, it's, I had this conversation with Riley Cote on my last episode. He's a former NHLer who's normalizing cannabis through sports. And the other huge segment of cannabis normalization is going to be through moms and parents, because as women start to wake up to the healing power of the plant and the fact that it helps with all these physical things like anti-stress, anti-anxiety, anti-inflammation, helps with pain, it helps with mental health and depression, but it also just is like fun and no uh, healing. Oh, yeah. And no it's not, it, you know, it alcohol inflames your body this and this is anti-inflammatory alcohol takes away from you this gives to you like it's truly a magical plan and we've it's taken us so long because of an industry and industrial revolution to come back to the truth that plants actually might have the power to like heal us all when you get sick they say a plant-based diet is is the first truth right yeah first way forward well wow. those mommy bloggers are going to take it to the next level let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> events are going to get really fun oh, yeah. well i'll be some have. events and they have been fun i'll yeah. tell you yeah well i want to attend some of your upcoming see you events. next Tuesday. And I, yeah and i may <laughs> or may not have already attended 
some <laughs> so n- now events. That, now well, that it's going to be legal, it's going to be quite different. Oh. Yes. You're going to feel like this is something that you might that you'll be able to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that because uh, we've got a whole hour of this. It's like Cannabis 101 here on The Parenting Show. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, joined by... Oh, Jennifer Valentine. (laughs) Hi. I'm like, I'm looking at you. (laughs) I swear we have we're okay. We're good. We're okay. We're yeah. fine. People might think like, what's wrong with them? They're all like giddy and stuff like that. But no, 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 no. This is no. just how we really are. Yeah, there's nothing this going is, on this, in here. Yeah, twenty four seven. But we're talking cannabis, and it is going to be legal here Yay. in Canada. And so joining us, we've got Lori Lynn McCorister. She's the CMO and co-founder of Weedbox. We've got Jen Newton. She's the host of High Life, the podcast. It's also a, uh, a cannabis entertainment company and they do all kinds of fun events too. And uh, she does, what else do you do? You do some marketing? I do and- branding. Branding and creative direction, creative strategy for a lot of cannabis companies now that High Tea is out there and they see this what is happens. so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So cool. It's a whole new world of weed out there. And it's not for everyone, but now it's legalized and the people that want to do something like this are allowed to do it legally. Absolutely. Yes. But and I also think it's now open to exploration for yeah. people. And there's there's a huge conversation being had around CBD. Uh, there are a few people who haven't heard of CBD, but uh, we can give you a bit of a 101 on that. But that's the non-psychotropic components of cannabis that are super anti-inflammatory, super pain-killing, do all the physiological benefits of anti-stress and helping you sleep, et cetera, et cetera, uh, without the high. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're now... Oh, that, I like that, without the it's high? It's without the high. Yeah. So it's just the benefits of the plant without the psychoactivity of it. Okay, I like this. And not to mention that, they're, they've now put that into so many different formats of consumption that it's not cannabis is no longer what you thought it was it's not about rolling up a joint and smoking a joint and then smelling like a skunk it's not that these things can come in beautiful um you know topical things they can come in beautiful you know dropper eyedropper oils that you put into your smoothie they come in the form of beautiful squares of chocolate you know or beautiful truffles i've tasted truffles that don't even taste like cannabis so they've you know the the experience is elevated and changed and it's yeah, not what you thought it wow. was i really i'm really happy that things are changing here um talking about that Sandra, who was the creator of The Parenting Show, Mm -hmm. um, which you guys know she lost her battle to cancer uh, this past August, Um, she was... She was using that to deal with with pain, and yeah. um, and I remember also my dad in like that last month of his life uh, battling with cancer. Um, we had got him like he had medicinal card, and and so we had got him uh, cannabis to help with that too, because not only um, can it help with like pain, but like you said, sleep 
or nausea and mental health um yeah. or that's to where, give someone that's where appetite THC comes in which is great so thc right. is is what binds with receptors in your brain as opposed to the pain it, it will still help with pain and everything like that but that's what stimulates your appetite helps with anti-nausea helps with sleep helps with insomnia issues so if you get a strain that has both of those things because you can get they have different cbd and thc content you can get a very balanced high that basically will help with pain as well um but yeah, my dad as well, he's going through the same thing and, and cannabis has just been like a, an amazing yeah. savior. And it's like... Mine as well. Mine yeah. Parkinson's. Yeah. You know? And it's helping it, it so helps many. It helps so yeah. many people. And when my dad was, was going through cancer, we tried to um, get him, him... up to it. Something legally, but it took so long that unfortunately yeah. we didn't we didn't get it to the him in time. The system's made it hard. I mean, yeah. my dad's mm-hmm. had Parkinson's for two decades and his doctor won't prescribe him cannabis. Yeah. Right yeah. now? Yeah. yeah. Doctors are just getting kind of like brought up to speed. My Uh family doctor was very educated, which I was surprised on because he's maybe in his 60s and he's been practicing medicine forever. And I find that those are usually the doctors that are maybe not to generalize, but stuck in their ways. And and it's a lot of the newer doctors that come up that are looking for alternative healthcare methods and things like that. So I was actually surprised that my doctor was, but he's like, well, with legalization, like you kind of have to be on the up and up with it, which I think is great. I've recently learned that actually, um, and please prove me if I'm wrong, uh, that MD don't learn the about the endocannabinoid system, which is a system that is in our body built to receive cannabis. Yeah. What? Yeah. Want to that hear is that? so interesting wow. and cool. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about that. There is a system throughout our body, just like the central nervous system, a full map called the endocannabinoid system, which is filled with ca- cannabinoid receptors that are built to receive the components, the co- compounds of the cannabis plant. And in actuality, oftentimes, it can create, we create as humans our own cannabinoids. There's cannabinoids found in breast milk. Naturally wow. occurring human created cannabinoids found wow. in breast milk. Well, I'm glad I breastfed for six years straight <laughs> between all three of my kids. Right? It's pretty it's we're pretty wild. Like we're literally built to receive it. So that's what THC and C B D I was I was only three months. I'm a bad mom. <laughs> Sorry. I had three kids back to back, okay? Six years on the boobs. They're back. Uh, they're mine now. Stay away, people. Six years um, on the boobs. Yeah, I think that's what shocked me most when I got into this industry. Like, I mean, I had used cannabis before, but I wasn't that um, well-versed on all the science of it. And it's, yeah, your bodies have this system. And so THC and CBD are cannabinoids. That's what they are. They're the chemical compounds, the two most common ones in cannabis. And that's what binds with receptors in your body which is the endocannabinoid system. So THC is mostly in your brain, hence makes you feel stoned or high. CBD is mostly in your body, um, and that's why it helps with pain and inflammation. And typically used medically, a lot of people use it for, yes, like Parkinson's, arthritis, chronic conditions like that. But it's great for everything. I use it for muscle pain relief after working out. Mm -hmm. That's That's how I... Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. That that line between medicinal and recreational yeah, is actually so blurry. And in reality, there's a huge segment in the middle, which is what Weedbox and Laura Lynn are playing in, which is wellness. Yeah. And that's the same. That's the same area that need. I am in as well, yeah. because I have used it um, even with stress for stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, for pain, headaches, and then yeah. sometimes too is just like. I just want to have a little bit of fun. Absolutely. I got in a bike accident. I have TMJ and arthritis and PTSD. You know, it's that's not med. That's not someone with cancer who truly needs it. That's not someone who's having a hundred seizures a month who now has three because she takes CBD. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
right? Wow. Well, we're this is interesting. I don't even know what to ask next, but we're going to take a quick break because I need to gather my thoughts. It's all coming in full speed here on the Parenting Show. We're talking about cannabis, so don't go anywhere. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. One of two hosts, because Jennifer Valentine is here with me too. Hey, I'm we, right here beside you. We run the show. Yes, we do. And we have a lot of fun doing it. We do. We're talking about cannabis today. Yeah. And a lot of people may be thinking like, oh, that's, that's bad. That's a bad, bad thing. And you guys are horrible moms for your talking mothers. about it. Right? Yeah. But to hell with it. We're moms. We're like, what? Stop we're not allowed? Yeah. Yeah. Don't perpetuate no. the stigma. No. And you know what? That is a huge thing because a lot of people will say, oh gosh, no, that was something I probably did in my youth. Fun when I was in high school, growing up, but now I need to be a responsible adult and responsible adults don't smoke weed. What do you guys have to say about that? No, responsible adults should smoke weed. It what was, happens if you're you're a mom? So this is the way I feel. I don't really drink a lot because I like to be in control. I like to be there if my kids need me, if the family needs me. I mm-hmm. want to be, you know, engaged. A, yeah, I want to mm-hmm. be engaged. But what about moms who do want to be engaged, but they might want to try cannabis? You, you know, said you can try it without the high. You can absolutely try it without the high. They can isolate the CBD down into different formats that allow it to fit in different aspects of your life, for sure. But, you know, I recently had this conversation with the Rebel Mamas mm-hmm. on a Love Your Mother and Mother Plant uh, episode of High nice. Tea. Um, and we actually ended up talking about how cannabis and the full spectrum of cannabis, which is the term for CBD not isolated from the rest of the plant because there's a school of thought is that you know everything works symbiotically it's that it's almost like eating a full leaf of spinach versus the powder of the super greens yeah. you know and that in you know we know that CBD actually tempers um some of those paranoia or something that might crop up with THC or something that's too high in C- in THC so we have to assume that THC does something to help CBD and to help it benefit the body. But all of that aside, we had this conversation with the Rebel Mamas where we talked about how actually maybe being stoned or high or whatever you want to call it might help you more deeply engage with your kids because you kind of forget about the stresses or what's in the email inbox or all the it's stuff true. you've got to do. And you want to, you sort of see the world through a more playful lens um, and you will, are willing to kind of get on the floor and get silly in a way that you might not have before. And all of a sudden you just, sort of, it puts a new lens on the world. That sort You of become a, more present. Present and playful, I think, are the two kind of words that crop up for me personally. I think everyone's different and truly you need to go on an exploration of finding the strain that's right for you and finding that combination of how much CBD you need versus THC. But present and playful is what I'm hearing from a lot of moms who mm-hmm. consume cannabis in as part of their parenting re- regime. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a family friend that, that came to me after she found out that I had co-founded Weebox and she was talking to me about cannabis. And she's like, you know, I did not use cannabis, smoke weed, anything until I had kids. 
She's like, it actually changed the way I parent. She's like, obviously, I'm incredibly responsible about it. Um, she used to only do it after they went to bed, and it was a way to unwind instead of maybe crushing half a bottle of wine and having a hangover. It was just like her way to unwind her and moment. And those calories. Exa- exactly. No calories. <laughs> but and, you get the munchies, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got you, you to weigh your options. Um, but she said the exact same thing. She's like, I am so much more present. She's like, I can sit there and look at a flower with my two-year-old for 20 minutes when normally I'd be like, okay, let's go. Let's go do something. And it's she's so like, it's true. Yeah, you just kind of slow down and you appreciate the world through the lens of like as if you were actually a child. And I think that nowadays too, as adults, we're just so stressed and there's so much anxiety and we get sucked into um, work that it's not that you leave work and that's it, it's done. You know, for example, I teach at Humber, I do the show, I'm an entrepreneur, it doesn't end for me, right? Mm -hmm. So I use it as a way to unwind. I do uh, do it responsibly where um, I'll put the kids to bed first. And then, you know, my husband, he's like, you know, he's there. And then I'll just relax a little bit. Uh, because I want to make sure that, you know, if someone wakes up, we're, we're okay. But it just helps me so much because mm-hmm. I get, I suffer from anxiety. Yeah. And, and stress. Alcohol and wine is not going to no, help that. And, <laughs> and I'm not a big drinker. No, no Actually, I don't either. even drink wine. It's you a know depressant. What I mean? yeah. yeah. Alcohol. It truly is. Yeah. yeah. It well, takes from you. When people do go through a depression, and so many of us do, we have times in our life where we don't feel the best. And for myself, I lost my job a mm-hmm. couple years ago and I did I wasn't coping very well and it was very very stressful I felt that I was in a deep depression and I'm not a drinker mm-hmm. so I did start to drink a little because mm-hmm. it did make me feel better and I and every day I would just have a little bit of a drink somebody who never drank and then I had some dental surgery and they gave me a drug called oxycodone and I started taking this oxycodone because I was I was in some pain and I, I went, I, I don't care if I have a job. This is the best thing <laughs> in the world. And then when I finished the bottle, I was like, what am I going to do? Do I ask for more? Because I couldn't imagine after only being on it for two weeks, not having it. And that's and how quickly you can develop oh, something. Yeah. And don't then I asked, my girlfriend sure. said, I have a bottle here that my son never used when he had dental surgery. Do you want it? I said, sure, I'll take it. And then I gave my head a shake and thought, what the heck are you Wait doing? But thinking <laughs> about something happens. like this that's natural, CBD, that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you're not high and you can still function, but yeah. it might help and you with cannabis depression. Is also cannabis is non-addictive. It's also yeah. frequently used to get people who have opiate addictions off yes. opiates. It's, it's, what they, yeah, it's what they prescribe to people is cannabis. Mm-hmm. And the conversation I had with Riley, the former NHLer, is uh, was about this because oh. the athlete's prescription, especially when they're on the oh, road yeah. and they're yeah. fighting and they're on the ice and they don't know what's going to happen, they're all their prescription is alcohol, opioids, sleep aids. Over and over <gasps> and over and over and over. That's, oh, that's dangerous. Terrible. That athlete, it's like and dangerous. And the minute he presented Cannabinoids 101 to the Flyers uh, management team, mm-hmm. his contract was terminated. Oh, Just yeah. trying to illuminate the truth. So we started a company called Athletes for Care. All these athletes are waking up to how this yeah. is affecting them. I think them the and NBA is them. the closest to allowing cannabis. They are. It's wild because it's natural. It's such a better option than doing coming. any of that. It's yeah. the healing. And it's coming. Yeah. We're almost there, guys. Only a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about on the show today. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back talking more about cannabis right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I'm having a lot of fun and learning a lot today on the show. It's me. It's my co-host, Jennifer Valentine from uh, Mother Daughter Date on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> and YouTube and Q107, of course. Um, and we've got two beautiful women joining us today and they are showing us the light, yes, teaching like us it. the way. <laughs> we've got Jen Newton from HighT.Life. We've got Lori Lynn McCorister from Weedbox. And we're talking, we're talking cannabis. And uh, we're talking about the good that it has to offer. I don't even want to say the bad because I truly don't believe that there is any bad from it. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. found it yet. No, right? Yeah, like I haven't. But there's a lot of stigmas out there. Yes, that's Absolutely. the issue. Let's talk about that, ladies. I mean, the stigma is real. And it's probably realist amongst moms uh, because the judgment has been there. I mean, as women, we all experience judgment you oh, know, God. from society constantly. But I'm sure moms do. And I'm sure that it's crazy. You know, there's the guilt associated with like, are you going to let my kids come over and play? Like, are you going to judge me? What are you going to are you going to think I'm lazy? Whatever. Right. All of that is I call it let's destankify the category and clear the air of like the cloudy, gross, old head shoppy stigma that yeah. existed around cannabis because it's not that. Quite literally is stepping into the light and stepping into an illuminated version of yourself and the world around you, honestly. Yeah, it's not what people it's not what it once was, right? I think a lot of people have this association with cannabis. It's like you're in high school, you're buying from this sketchy drug dealer behind the bleachers or this and this, and you don't even know what your cannabis is. And it's just not the case anymore. Um, Obviously, as legalization has been approaching, it's like education is key. There's obviously um, things to listen to, like high tea, there's blogs to read. We have blog at webox.io. And it's education and it's informing people. And that will slowly shift the stigma. There's definitely work to be done. But I think as soon as people are educated, it's like between the differences between CBD and THC, for example, like no one really knows that. I didn't know that until I started working in the industry. And I think once the education takes kind of the front seat, it's going to change a lot. It's not what it once was. There's beautiful products. There's beautiful stores. There's trustworthy places to get it. All the cannabis is tested and regulated and held to this standard. And it's up to you to kind of experiment and find what you like. You don't have to jump in and get super stoned and do all this stuff. Like you can kind of play around with it and and see what you like and educate yourself. And I think that's going to be key with shifting the stigma is education because people just have assumptions. Yeah, I was talking to someone about uh, different strains and uh, we were talking about, um, you know, that I'm looking for something that is more uh, that'll keep me focused and and creative. And um, they're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) They have that. And I'm like, they have all kinds Mm -hmm. and they do all different things for you. Uh, I went to Amsterdam. So did I. A a long time ago. (laughs) It was wonderful. (laughs) Um, But I went, my kids were really young because my my husband's family is from Holland. So when I went there, I had this idea of what it was going to be like. Everybody smokes drugs in Holland, right? (laughs) Not the case. You know, we stayed with his family and they said, no, no, no. Some people do. Some people, it's just like, it's just regulated. And, you know, it's it's like anything else. If you want to do it, it's it's there. So we went to a place called the Green Cafe. I remember, because that's what you do as a tourist, right? I'm like, okay, I don't Mm -hmm. don't usually do this. But we have to, we're in Amsterdam. We have to do that because it's a touristy thing. So we went and there's pictures of celebrities on the wall. 
well, and I'm sure that you've been, so you know. And you look at the menu, and there are different kinds of... So many different of, strains. Uh, yeah, I was yep. in so much shock to see a menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and you're just dispensary. like, which one? One just like well, with and, and ahead of their time, really. Like, yes, you know, we're doing yeah. this now in Toronto, but they've been doing it for how long? Just in like, Amsterdam. Just like with anything, it's a certain strain is not going to affect you the exact same way it's going to affect your friend. Like our body chemistry is different. And so I think what's key is experimenting, like I was saying, finding a strain that you think you like the effects of. Um, I mean, we can't make definitive health claims about any strain whatsoever, but you can say, okay, well, a ton of people have used it. There's anecdotal studies, gives off this effect. Something that's really telling for strains that way is something called terpenes, which are... um, compounds again found in the cannabis plant just like THC and CBD they bind with your brain they give off very specific effects so something cerebral or something uplifting or creative or something very sleepy or anti-nausea or things like that terpenes will will dictate a lot of how a stream will make you feel and again looking at CBD looking at THC and just testing and kind of figuring out what Finding you like what is works key. for you yeah. yeah there's also like uh crowdsourced resources like leafly where oh, yeah. you know oh. you can literally type I, in the strain that you're you can type in the top three strains you're thinking about my favorite apps. exactly because it's people contributing and sharing you know what's worked for them and then also maybe just like keeping track if you if you you're the kind of person who goes and tries like to you know a little yeah, bit of this and a little bit of journal. that yeah, a little bit of a consumption journal around how this made you feel and what effects and how hungry you were etc but like Lauralyn was saying like I actually think that it's the moms and the parents and the women and the people out there who have been using cannabis proactively and you know contributing to society and being great you know community members etc um, it's those people that have been smoking that you know need to sort of like shake the stigma off and step into the light as we like to say because the education is going to happen that way yes it's going to happen through seeing your best friend or seeing the women you know who are using it and using it well or thriving talking communicating not what you would classify as a typical stoner or something like that it's like i'm a functioning adult i use cannabis every day and i she uses it she uses it and it's that sort of revolution that i think that's really going to change and if you think about it it's a little tiny little slice of doing your own healing work by just sharing that truth. This yeah. helped it me. It is so true, Jen. Yeah. This helped me. That is a yeah. very good point. Tell Tell one there's going to be weed box Le- parties, you know, where everybody, all the girls get together and everybody <laughs> yeah. comes over and you try different things. Yeah. And, you know, just like, like Avon or come yeah. over to my house. The new some frontier, guys. High tea. High tea. Yes. We're having a high tea. <laughs> I will totally be there. Let's keep having this conversation. <laughs> and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, joined by some lovely ladies, including my co-host, Jennifer Valentine. I'm right here beside you. Miss Valentine. We also have Jen Newton from HighTea.life. We got Laura Lynn from Weedbox. October 17th is around the corner. Coming up fast. Ladies, what does this mean for us? Yes. So Ontario specifically, um, you will only be able to buy cannabis online through the Ontario Cannabis Store, which is the government-run cannabis store online. Um, 
they are they have announced that they have plans for regulated private retail that is not coming till at least april 1st 2019 um because they just announced it, it's just not nearly enough time for everybody to open get licenses all that fun stuff so i think key in leading up to that is educating yourself because you're not going into a physical store you can't really talk to people find a brand that you trust maybe it's high tea maybe it's feedbox who's to say that can educate you and and teach you about cannabis and teach you about what you might like um it is also, I think, something that's important to note because I know a lot of people are, are a little bit frantic about traveling to the States and everything like that with all the yeah, border that rules is they've announced. getting scary. Yeah, they have announced that it's you won't have to set up an account or anything on the OCS store. Um, it's very low touch. They're not going to save any of your information or anything like that just to protect your privacy, which is awesome. Hmm. Um, another thing to note is the only thing that is going to be legalized on the 17th is dried flower or bud. Um, some THC and CBD tinctures. Um, and some seeds if you're interested in growing at home. So no edibles, no beverages, no vape pens, um, like concentrate vape pens. Mm -hmm. That's coming later, approximately a year. Got a silly question. Yeah. Is it an annual or a perennial? (laughs) (laughs) Once I grow it, is it always going to be there? Do I have to replant those seeds every year? Jen has a green question. She's got got a green thumb. Okay, thanks. I mean, in the meantime, you can get your uh, medicinal license uh, online. Weedbox is one resource, right? And uh, there's lots of different resources out there that allow you to sort of just apply within 24 hours. I believe you have your license and you can start to choose also via OCS you're choosing which uh, licensed producer you're going to be buying your product from uh, and you start ordering it you know directly to your home are there any pros to having your card I like, think is there a reason product- why someone would be like oh you know what I should get that as opposed to like forget it I don't want the card and I'm just gonna go buy I believe the quality of of flower and product is different in the medicinal segment uh-huh. at least at what I've experienced um, I don't know if that's true i know the same product that we are going to be offering through the ocs so Weedbox branded pro- like cannabis will be available through the ocs on the 17th awesome. um and it's the yeah it, which is great. great um yeah we've also we're going to be in bc as well as pei we're very excited it's kind of coast to yeah, coast right now that's so great yeah Congratulations. So thank you awesome. yeah it's Congrats. awesome so it is essentially the same product that we were offering medicinally for some of the strains as far as we know in our partnership with solace health which is the um, licensed producer that we partner with um, they handle the sales and information everything like that um it is the same product it's up to the same standard there are a few more things that you are able to get with a medical purchase, card yeah. um, purchase you can get cbd soft gels for example mm-hmm. um you won't be able to get that through the ocs recreationally um you can typically carry more on you because your card has a specific prescription you okay. might have two grams a day so you can carry yeah. 60 grams on you at mm-hmm. one time whereas yeah. the legal limit in ontario for rec is 30 grams on you at once that's as much as you're able to buy at one time as well mm-hmm. which is an insane amount it's about an ounce of cannabis lot. and so laura then you were saying that right now it's just going to be um, the flower, the buds. So does that mean, because I know it's popular with a lot of moms mm-hmm. and you're listening at home and you're probably wanting to know. So that means you said all edibles not for about a year. About a year. They need to figure out um, how to regulate it, how to dose it properly. Um, obviously, there's also the worry of it being appealing to kids. And I think that's yes. probably the oh, main yeah. thing. Yeah. There is, of course, even if you buy cannabis or if you buy tinctures, there is the opportunity to make your own edibles. It's a bit more work, of course, but mm-hmm. um, you can totally do that. You can create your own beverages. There's a lot of experimenting you can do and a lot of resources We'll be for going that. to cooking classes. Yeah, yeah. Cannabis, well, you know. cannabis 
service-infused dining is a huge yeah. trend. I mean, and so I think actually veering in at the edibles experimentation away from all this candy, you know, yeah. like kid-oriented stuff Cookies, it, it yeah. is, is important. You can elevate it. It's, it's cool. It's all elevated experientially across well, the board. we were reading. I teach at Humber, and so I've got radio students. And someone in one of my classes, they were saying that there was an article about Coca-Cola. Yes. And yeah. they are... Coca-Cola's in it, Molson's in it, Labatt's yeah. in it, Pepsi's in it. Constellation Brands, which is like Corona. CPG will be next. Yeah. You know, and everyone's saying, oh, there's going to be too much uh, cannabis out there. Never. First of all, I think that they've <laughs> drastically underestimated the demand and the proliferation of this throughout yeah. society, A. And then B, there's really no end to the segments of society and industry that cannabis will affect and touch. Uh, and then not to mention you talk about hemp. I'm sorry, but the fact that hemp can literally be a substitute for oil, energy, cars, automotive, it can clothe us, it can house us, it can feed us. Like this plant potentially has the power to heal the entire world, yeah. the people and the earth itself and the economics of it. Hemp is an amazing. Yeah, amazing you could do a whole plant. other uh, show on hemp. It's not very yeah. good in ice cream, I have to tell you. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> That's valid. Clothing, well, beautiful hemp clothing, though. Yeah, okay. and skincare Check products. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've, I've started using cannabis like skin brand, and it's incredible. And your skin is incredible, yeah. Jen. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you. Um, but, you know, it, there's really no end to it. And you can also start to isolate some of these CBD products and mm -hmm. these tinctures and stuff. You can source that through hemp. Yeah. Because wow. you don't need the, the THC. That's how they do it in the U.S. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. really incredible. It's really incredible what's what we're about to witness. This is just well, the start. Well, it's coming down October 17th. Ladies, thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Lori Lynn, where can people find you? Uh, www.weedbox.io. And Jen? Check us out on Insta at hightea.life and find us at www.hightea.life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys, go check them out. They're both on Instagram. You're going to want to hit follow and circle that date on the calendar because it's coming down. If you missed any of this show and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. Just jump online at 640toronto.com. We'll also be posting a link on the Parenting Show Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the parenting show. Because trust me, you want this whole episode saved so you can resource back. That is it for us. We will catch you next week. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Pina. It was a lot of fun today. It was fun. Yeah, it is. Hi tea at my house. <laughs> Done. And that's Perfect. where we're going. And there, I'll do a rolling parlor. <laughs> and that's where we're going. Yeah, with your uh, see you next Tuesday see events. See you next Tuesday, ladies. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. But we will see you next Sunday here on the Parenting <laughs> Show. That's it for us. We'll catch you next week right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.